Welcome to Oregon Rooted. I'm Higher Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa. You're listening to The Dirt Show. Where we bring you Oregon's cannabis culture. Right, I'm Higher Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa. And we have gotten to episode seven. Episode seven, here we are. Yeah. Wow, what a journey. Um, I didn't expect it to be quite as quick as it's been. What do you think, Lady Sativa? It's uh, been going pretty quick. Yeah, and we're picking up stuff really quick. We're picking up content and Gosh, everything is going at full speed. So we're trying to bring this to you the the best we can. Uh, I I know that um, you know we're picking up listeners, we're picking up states, uh, and we're picking up content. So all of our new listeners. Yeah, and we'll go over that in just a second. Well, actually, we'll just go over it now. You know, uh, gosh, it's when I say it's growing quick. I mean it's growing quick. We got a all of the people that we've been talking to and networking with have all been uh, very open mm-hmm. to the show Welcoming. and sh- yeah and sharing the knowledge which is great very eager to meet with us yeah yeah and <clears throat> so uh, we uh, you know uh, want to keep bringing that to you it just gosh it's at full speed so we're just trying to keep up but here's the deal uh you know right now we we had oregon we had california and you know we did that for uh, a couple weeks then we brought on uh you know utah which was great hello utah still just hanging in there and colorado washington we got mississippi we got texas now well texas has been on for a couple couple two or three episodes actually mm-hmm. now but uh and interesting enough we got a few people from unknown i don't know what that means well, what we've got it? canada too yeah oh yeah district of columbia shout out to canada we like them right oh yeah i don't know if they like us but <laughs> <laughs> obviously they do if they're listening yeah so uh but shout out to all you guys we really appreciate you listening uh i know that we're kind of coming out of Oregon and some of the information is regional here, but we're trying to share it with all you guys out there. So hopefully you guys are finding it interesting and we're going to try to bring not only local content, but we're always going to try to bring uh, more news and stuff like interviews and, and talking to people that uh, are part of the industry. Information that anybody could use. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, so I know that there's some local stuff going on. Let's get that out of the way. What do do you got there, lady? Um, I actually have, it's time to celebrate. Come out to the Phoenix clubhouse and join Josiah in ringing in his 29th birthday in style. Okay. Hold on there. Hold on. I don't want to interrupt you, but here's (laughs) the deal. Josiah, AKA, well, I should say Tyrone, AKA Josiah. He is, uh, 
a artist here in Southern Oregon that a local is artist. he yes. is and a great artist. You can find him on YouTube. Uh, he does he he raps here and he does a great job and he does a lot for the community. So uh, we're gonna um, at some point bring him on. He's a very obviously a very busy guy, but it, you know we're gonna collaborate with him at some point and bring some of his music on. But until then, we do have this information and mm-hmm. uh, you know for Southern Oregonians, Northern Cal, uh, this is good stuff. If you you, you know show up if you want to hear some good good music. And, uh, you know, this is this kind of anytime he performs, he performs quite a bit, actually. He really does. And he he also hosts. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, he he really gives and he um, uh, basically anybody in this whole area, he's going to be collaborating with Tech Nine coming up in September. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I haven't read that yet. I think it's September 30th, but he'll be he'll be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, big stuff coming up. But why don't you finish what you're saying? Um, come out to the Phoenix Clubhouse and join Josiah in ringing his 29th birthday in style with special guests, the downtown with Derek Dion. I don't exactly know how to say that. Gige or uh, how about your opinion? That is looking like Derek Dion. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how G-I-E-G. to pronounce it properly. Interesting. Yes. So, sorry thunk- about that. We <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> Who to thunk it and Julius Locks Branner. Uh, Five dollars at the door. You don't want to miss this. Yeah. So basically, here's the thing: Southern Oregon, NorCal, the Calm Before the Storm tour is coming. That's this is the Tech Nine. This is what's coming up in September. And yeah, the Rogue Valley's very own Tyrone Player, aka Josiah, is going to light up the stage. Uh, tickets will be available at his birthday. So this coming weekend, the one we just talked about, you're going to be able to buy uh, tickets for that concert uh, coming up for Tech 9 and um, him hosting that. Uh, you don't want to miss this event, uh, and you can catch this live. That's September 30th. Josiah is coming up this weekend for his birthday. Buy those tickets there for the 30th. And that would be the calm before the storm. Now, uh, Tech 9, he's been here a few times. Okay. But he's I, I like him as a rapper. He's for One for the longest favorites. yeah for the longest he's underground. I I don't know if he's much underground anymore. He's not mainstream, kind of in between there. But um, that kind of gives the deal. So check this out if you want this weekend. And beyond that, tickets to uh, Tech Nine, which he's hosting in September. Um, so let's move on. Uh, let's right. yeah, let's talk about our show supporters. Um, so I've been pretty much fully using my peacemaker the things this week is <clears throat> the longer i use it the more people are not only noticing it but giving me good feedback it's funny because i was talking to midnight strain and his wife is taken off to uh what was it where's she going iowa iowa thank you right yeah i think yeah. so yeah see family and she needed to take uh you know something with her and she was so happy with the one that she was using and testing for us that she uh was begging for a second one and uh then we had had uh mad farmer test one for us and he came up to me the other day and he's just like yeah i've been using this thing been going outside and whatever when i get a chance so you know it seems like i'm getting good feedback and then Mm -hmm. strangely enough i 
uh, was given um, a friend a ride home today, and we were sitting there uh, at the end of the day, you know, getting a little relaxed with some some nugs that I had with me, and um, <clears throat> this guy came walking by, and I, I don't know if he had uh, saw us or smelled us or something. He's like, "Hey, can I have a hit of that?" And uh, so, you know, I didn't have a problem with that, so I reached out the window and gave gave him the the peacemaker and he's like oh i've seen these <laughs> he's like I, I i don't yeah i've seen these before uh, i like these and so it was just it just it was funny so it's it's crazy how many people are now getting these in their hands and mm-hmm. how many people are liking them but so far the crew's liking them so i do gotta say though that they're getting their names out there, but there are some places that haven't heard of them yet, and we want to get their names out there there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I was just, I was surprised how fast. Yeah, yeah. We want to we wanna try and get their names out there and more known everywhere, because yeah, yeah. they are definitely. It's funny how I've just kind of started relying on it, though, like just wherever I'm at, I mm-hmm. usually have it in my pocket or something. It fits really good, so. Don't even notice it's in there most of the time. <laughs> So shout out to Peacemaker. That's uh, peacemakergear.com, P-I-E-C-E-M-A-K-E-R-G-E-A-R.com, peacemakergear.com. And check them out, man. They just got some good stuff out there, and they got new stuff coming out. So stay on top of that. Um, And the other thing real quick is we've been talking to Applegate Soils. We met them at the Women Grow um, seminar that they just had recently and we'll go over that in a future episode for pesticides yeah for pesticides and which is good info I got that I'm going to share that with the people um, but we had talked to Applegate Soils and they are it's a really nice place uh, I uh, we're just down the road from them and I didn't realize that Applegate Soils did not only bulk stuff and works with a lot of growers in southern Oregon but they also do um, small stuff for just the four or six planters and which is what we are. Mm-hmm. And so when I went down to visit them, I was able to see all the stuff they had and they have, you know, pallets of soil. They can deliver, you know, whatever amount of dirt you need every day if you need, mm-hmm. or, uh, just simply you can buy a little box of nutrients if you want. And actually I noticed like with the down to earth, which we've been using this year with our mm-hmm. stuff, that they have not only the big box, but they have the really these really small boxes, like kind of like a, a third size. I don't know how big they are, but which is really cool because I don't need half the stuff I have. I got what three or four or five or six boxes of down to earth out there that are half three quarters full still. Um, I think eight. <laughs> yeah. So I could have probably bought two or three of those uh, for my home grow, you know, in the small size, which they had, mm-hmm. which I was surprised. So I guess my point is, is that. If you guys are out there and you're checking in your big growers, Applegate Soils is a great place to go because they have the bulk and Roach out there, the owner, he's a great guy. He uh, is um, really competitive with his prices on the bulk bulk stuff, but he it surprisingly is very competitive with the small stuff that he has. And so I just wanted to mention that and make sure that everybody knew that uh, there is not only the uh, bulk amendments out there and bulk soils and stuff mm-hmm. at Applegate Soils, but uh, there's also for the home growers. And out there, what's really cool is that they're really willing to talk about growing cannabis. It's not like going to 
you know, the Grange, which I'm I'm not against. I go there a lot, but you know, I don't I don't go. I've never went up to any of those people mm-hmm. and talked about growing cannabis. No, um, I'm not even sure if they know how to grow cannabis. Most likely they do, and they <laughs> I don't they know. just don't choose yeah. to advertise it. Yeah. Because so it's that's just yeah so i'm just mentioning if you go out to applegate soils they're good people and they will are more than willing to talk about cannabis issues cannabis pesticide problems just nutrients whatever and so uh check them out um they have given us a couple things to give out so we're going to present that in the next couple of weeks and start giving out to the committee on that but um good people so there you go we got the two supporters uh there peacemaker and applegate soils um, we got a really good show for you this time. Uh, I know I keep saying that, but we just keep getting better and better and better. We had a chance to talk to Jaybird Farms, which is uh, a local grower. We met him a little over a week ago at T- uh, THC Talent Health Club, which is one of our favorite places. Mm-hmm. We always talk about him. Uh, and he had some flour that he was he only exclusively exclusively goes there to sell his flower in fact i believe we talked about it at the last show too we had mentioned what's that ob oh help me the b t yes why yeah. all, all the all the numbers or all the letters yeah. lined up yes we talked about it because i think we had said jaybird farms and we had talked about what we had gotten at thc okay okay i think so Okay. So anyway, well, that's fine. So for the people I haven't heard, we, we met them there and we're really impressed and with the product, we did a quick review. And, uh, so I want to sit down with them and we did, and it was really good info. Uh, they invited us out to their place and, uh, we were able to go out there and sit down for a good, I don't know, hour plus and talk about what Jaybird Farms does. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great. So let's you you want to do that interview real sure. quick? Yeah. So let's let's hear what Jaybird ha- uh, Jaybird Farms has to say. All right, we're here with Jay from Jaybird Farms. Uh, Jay, how you doing? Good, excellent. How are you? Uh, we're sure glad you're on the show today. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Excited about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're our first grower sit-in, and I met you at THC uh, about a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I had tried your flower, and it was really, really good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I obviously that's I wanted to talk to you and see if we could get uh, maybe some information on you know the current situation with the cannabis and growers. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and and how you got involved and, and- um, I've uh, I actually planted my first seed 31 years ago. Okay. Um, I haven't been growing big that entire time, but I've been growing since then. Um, uh, just in the last probably four or five years, we've uh, started growing for other people, patients. Um, we're all medical right now, and uh, they liked it, and everybody seemed to like the flower. So I started getting better at it, you know, kept, kept going, and um, it, it's just worked out. You know, we... Okay. Uh, you know. Now, was this a passion that you had oh, from the beginning? Absolutely. I mean, so did you start I, uh, consuming I, cannabis at an, a young age, and then um, young, young enough? Yes. Okay. Um, I guess. So when I started testing us. it when I was sixteen, okay. and uh, it just worked for my personality. I just yeah. loved it. Um, 
I did end up getting in trouble early on. Okay. Um, was that because it was uh, that's illegal? Because it was, yeah, it was in the 80s, and um, I, I, yeah, I ended up getting <laughs> in trouble in the war. 80s, and I, yeah. I had a, it is what it is. Um, and then I, I went through a period where I just didn't do it for a long time. You know, mm -hmm. I just didn't grow. I didn't really deal with it at all. And then I got back into it, and slowly but surely, uh, you know, some in the closet, some in the backyard. Okay. And then eventually we ended up, my wife and I ended up getting some property and, you know, we started growing for a few people out there and yeah, we had some nice big, big trees Good. going. Beautiful. Loved nice. it. I love growing outdoors. Um, okay. But we decided, you know, outdoors is uh, great. I just uh, wanted to play mother nature. So we, we ended up taking everything inside and that's okay. where we're at right now is yeah. we're all indoor. Yeah. So did you grow outdoor for most of the first part there? The the few years that when you first started, was that all outdoor? Or it did was, you do some? it was mostly outdoors. I would do, like I said, you know, I always do a small closet thing yeah. with a 400 and a, and okay. a corner. Um, nothing big, wasn't selling and it was just for my wife and I, I wasn't okay. like out there, you know, making a bunch of money. I, I've been working. I still work. I'm a, I'm a landscaper. I'm just, uh, the landscaping business. I've been doing that for about, you know, 20 some years and it's taken its toll on my body. And the last few years I've tried to focus more on uh, the cannabis side of things, taking care of the patients. And, mm -hmm. uh, I've been looking forward to everything going legal to where I can, you know, I'm eventually going to go for my recreational license probably this winter. Okay. Um, and, and making a career out of it. Yeah. So for now we just, you know, we take some of our excess and that ends up at, uh, the talent health club. Okay. And, um, they, people seem to be really happy with the product. Oh, I'm very, man. very passionate about it. Yeah. We're not trying to put up anything, uh, that's not just high end mm -hmm. OG cookies. And, yeah. um, we're working on some new flavors right now, but yeah, we, uh, I've had multiple runs where I just, it was done. And I, I said, I just, we're not going to be able to put that on the shelf. It's just not good enough. So the, our standards are strict mm -hmm. okay we, if it's not if it's not up to par it's we're not even going to try to get rid of it we'll just end up eating that harvest and and moving on yeah yeah so, i gotcha um, i gotcha uh quality quality is what we're all about so and that's the first thing i noticed i mean you know i when i first try, okay let me let me start from the beginning so <clears throat> that weekend we uh were able to pick up some of your flower at a let me tell you a steal Okay, so five dollars a, a gram, good oh deal, gosh, very good man. deal. Yes, for all those people that did not attend, and for all the people that didn't try that for five dollars a gram, mm -hmm. you missed out. <laughs> I mean, and that is the truth. That is some of the best OG I've ever had. And let me tell you, I've been, you know, smoking cannabis, eating cannabis, whatever, for over twenty years. I've tried a lot of strains that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. what strains they right. were but i've also tried some that i a lot that i have and um and this og was definitely a, a above the rest just a whole step above the rest i appreciate that so that really stuck out in my mind and it really uh you know this is a special strain i think that uh, this is something that people should go down and try now i know that you're only located at at the talent health club right yeah. now okay and and our listeners already know this but talent health club is one of our favorite places to go excellent yeah so uh you know go down there check them out um great this is tenders. It, they are casey's great we go to casey a lot but you know there's all the bud tenders down there are great we mm -hmm. they help us out ever since we've been there the first time you know we love them and we do send people in there all the time so but 
basically with that, what I'm saying is that this was something that stood out in my mind. When I took this um, flower home for $5, which again, I can't even, that's, I can't believe that. Uh, I took that grant. I had a couple grams. We put it on Instagram. In fact, I did a, a review. Um, everybody can check that out. But basically, uh, like I told you earlier before we started this podcast, that strain, when I sat down and just maybe it was maybe a third of a gram, maybe half a gram, sat there and within two or three hits, I was uh, feeling very good. And I don't mean normally feeling good because. You know, there's a lot of strains out there that will make you feel certain ways and, and calm you down or whatever. But this one actually put me in a state that I haven't felt in a long time, nah. probably 20 years. Okay. And, and I really like that. Whatever profile you got going on in there is just excellent stuff. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Cause Absolutely. this is really a, a, a real earmark for you. It's, it's my favorite strain. Um, I think it's a lot of people's favorite strains. They get a little put off by the name. BTYOG stands for better than yours. And uh, let yeah, me tell it, you, it's pretty in your face. Sometimes the truth hurts, it, you know, and <laughs> it is what it is. It wasn't always yeah. called that. It mm -hmm. used to be called uh, Victorville OG. And this was probably 10, 12 years ago. Um, I believe at one time it had the tag as uh, High Desert OG as well. Oh, OK. And the there was one guy that had it for 10 plus years, just kept it to himself, okay. would sell it around what I've heard, the Victorville area. Yeah. Um, well, about, I don't know, I want to say f maybe four or five years ago, the cuts got out, a couple of the cuts. And um, I was reading about it, and I'm, I'm an OG head, so I go through all the threads and look at all the, you know, check out all the different OGs, and that's just one that I really wanted to get my hands on. Well, just by chance, uh, my buddy that lives in Central California gives me a call the same week I had read the read the thread about the BTY and he says have you ever heard of BTY OG and I said I just was reading about it, it sounds okay. ridiculous and he goes yeah um, it sounds ridiculous yeah he, yeah he goes I just got a cut of it the guy's something the guy had a mom he got it somehow from the main guy he had to put the mom outside because his room shut down he some emergency he's taken off my buddy went over there to get a cut to hopefully keep it alive these guys ended up losing that mom. Uh -huh. um, so my buddy had the cut, a um, little bit of driving, a little bit of finagling, and he, he got the cut into my hands, which I appreciate. J-Dog, Hollyboy Farms. Yeah, shout That's out my there. man right there. Okay, um, there you go. He hooked me up, and uh, it's just one of those super plants. I grew it. It was just a spindly little plant. It took me a while to clone it out. Um, first, first couple runs weren't great with it. But uh, started to get it figured out, and um, it's a very indica dominant plant. It doesn't stretch like other OGs. I have the King Louis and the White Fire, and yeah, and some of the other ones, and that they'll stretch another foot and a half in flowering as opposed sure. to this. So yeah. you, it's not one I can just throw in with all the OGs uh, because the canopy height is so different on them. Interesting. So it's really one you want to probably run by itself. But the thing is, you're not going to be able to get it because it's not <laughs> out there. <laughs> Um, well, it, it's beautiful. I love it. It's it's a very different OG, and um, I'm not saying it's. I mean, there's a lot of great OGs out there. The Legend, the Underdog yeah, OG, yeah. okay, Lupus Headband. Um, those are all fantastic. This is just one that hasn't been out there, and uh, when you do smoke it, it's different than the other ones. It's it's special. So I'm I'm gifted to have it, and it's on lockdown. Well, you know, and and kind of it is, but kind it's not because we do have access to it. Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah and um 
you know, it's, here's the deal. <clears throat> that, that cannabis is worth whatever they tag it at. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. So it is accessible. Yeah. We don't get to grow it, but, um, you know, it's, it's still out there and it's, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be getting it. Uh, right on. <laughs> uh, it's, it's my now, absolute favorite. So, yeah. yeah. Now, could you get that same? This is just because you've grown outside. Do you think you get that same quality or the same profile, if you will, out of an outside? Or do you think you got it down because you're growing it inside? I, I did do it outside. Um, the problem being was uh, the year, well, the last couple years, the russet mite's been going around. Okay. And the plan actually. Are you talking the state here? I mean. And, yeah. And this yeah. world here in Northern California, the whole West Coast has been okay. hit with the russet mite. It's Interesting. It's just horrible. I don't even like to talk about it. It's I the know. worst thing you could ever get. <laughs> um, Knock off. Uh, yeah. And it, and it seemed to come along with these clone only OGs, yeah. I think, because they're uh, weaker. Okay. They've been, the moms have been alive for so long. Yeah. Um, anyways, I got it like everybody else did last year, whether it was in the wind or however, but I got it and it, it, it the plant just, you know, you it didn't come out like I thought it should. Okay. Once it goes inside, it seems to be more at home. Interesting. Absolutely. Do you um, think that's because it was bred that I, way? I think so. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Um, I have a friend right now that's, uh, well, the same guy. He's got it outdoors, so we'll see how it's how it turns out. Okay. Um, but no, I, I, I really don't like to mess with OGs outdoors. They're just so spindly, and you look at them wrong, and they, the branches break, and they strip. Uh, they're dank. Don't okay. get me wrong. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, they're the still the best weed in the garden most likely i mean if you're an og og guy absolutely but they're a pain in the ass yeah they're just they're the way they grow is like a vine yeah okay and spindly and if you don't stake them and talk to them nice and do everything else correctly <laughs> they just fall apart on you play some beethoven exactly <laughs> you gotta baby them okay well that's that's a good thing to know yeah uh, so <clears throat> one thing i want to bring up before we get any further because i want to get in into depth with you but what I want to, before we go forward, is that I also tried the GSC from you, the oh, Girl yeah. Scout cookie. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's where I think what I tried from you separates that from the rest is that both the OG and the Girl Scout were so clean. Thank you. The flavors, it's almost like it was so clean that the flavors were allowed to come out. Nice. And I really like that because... Honestly, your GSC was the most flavorful I've ever tried. I appreciate that. And it, and it that. tasted just like a Girl Scout. You know what I mean? I, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's the truth. It's it, the truth. And I, I mentioned that on our review briefly, but mm -hmm. that was the thing about the GSC is it was just it was just like a GSC should act and 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 the the whole head change and and the the body changes. I I got every everything was exactly how it should be, but the flavor was just intense. Uh, yeah. Now is that? Let me ask you this: Is that from? Is that from your flushing, or is that from your genetics? Uh, well, a, a little of both. Now that I've got one more shout out. This Go ahead for do J it. J Dog again, Holly Boy Farms. Sounds My good. two best cuts, okay. literally. Um, and that that came from him as well. And that's another Southern California, real deal. Gotcha. Cl clone only. Wow. Um, no messing around. Cut. Yeah. So it that cut is. I don't know. There's a lot of Girl Scout cookies that go around. I just feel like that's one of the original cuts. And I've had a lot of other yeah. people tell me that, that some of the S1s don't 
taste quite like this one. It, um, I, the, the ones I've tried haven't. Now I've tried a lot of, you never know when you try a, a strain, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes they can be misrepresented, not a lot, but sometimes they can. And, but a lot of times they, they have that flavor, but yours just, it was like, you know, just, um, it was like a pop. I, uh, flushing is definitely the, a big key. A lot of people don't believe in a flush and I say you're crazy. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it ends up in the end the way it burns for one thing you can see it how it burns and the taste everything, everything and yeah. the taste yeah and i like to flush I, you know a lot of people don't do this but like if i'm in hydro i'll flush until it's reading zero 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 parts per million i noticed that you for multiple that. days in a row yeah. yeah and everything's out of there you know and you know you've got a nice clean product hydro is not my favorite i really prefer soil okay um but still it's at least a 14 day flush minimum yeah and and still check your runoff water it's hard to get it all the way down in dirt well that's why i was you know i was not shocked but surprised that you had said you're getting down to zero and yeah keeping it there yeah um and if you can do that you know yeah. it's there's just nothing left do you yeah. go ahead no i just dirt's a little tougher to do that with i was gonna ask you absolutely yeah. have to and you can see it in the plan i mean it'll really get a fade on you know most strains start to fade and i also another thing um i like to drop the temperature towards the end as well mm. um doesn't necessarily replicate fall but it seems to do something especially on those girl scout cookies you can bring out those colors if you drop nice. those drop those temperatures a little bit yeah um the warmer you get it it's funny i can get that same cut to come out two different plants just depending That's on the temperature yeah with the same pheno you think with like, the same well i've done it with the same pheno okay and yeah. i've had it in a greenhouse before and one of them's completely purple and one of them's in the warmer spot of the house and it was really wow. green yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I have seen that uh, I saw that in just my simple four plant grows over the years. Mm -hmm. um, so I do the same thing. I really do. Well, I, I like to grow outside a lot, so it, nature does it for me. But I, inside, I've always done that. And that's how I feel. You're kind of mimicking nature. Mm -hmm. And although you can control your inside environment to a T, you know, your humidity, yep. your temp, all that, your CO2, um, trying to incorporate what nature would do i think is also good yeah yeah absolutely yeah and so do you think that adds to the terpenes um i do a little bit you I know I, yeah. I it seems to and there's there's other things you can do as well they have uh, and i've only done a little experimental with this yeah, and ahead. i think you saw this but it was the uh far red leds yeah yeah and the flowering done that? yes and oh, then what, what it does is about it. these are excellent they uh tell us all about it this they're, is good stuff. yeah <laughs> they're rails and what they do is when the lights flip off normally it takes about i don't know two hours for a plant to go to sleep mm -hmm. it's sort of like outdoors slowly the sun sets yeah well what these do is they're a far red led and then as the light switches off it switches to a different row of leds that are like i want to say 730 okay and what that does is it starts putting the plants to sleep just like yeah. that so what it is it's like a rapid sunset simulator and it and within 10 15 minutes your plants are fully down shut down and already into the the process yeah. now if you add this up over the period of you know a normal grow it can take some time off the end because of how quickly the plants are going to sleep gotcha because so yeah. your harvest time can sure. come down as well interesting now I'd love to do more R and D on this. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a lot of extra cash to do that sort yeah. of thing. But that would be awesome stuff. A lot of greenhouses use those sort of things, mm -hmm. and they're. Uh, I really think mixed spectrum for indoors is mm -hmm. is the way to go.
some halide, some of the high pressure sodium, some of the far red LEDs, all those combined. Yeah. Um, you know, the closer you can get to the sun, I think the better. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and I want to get more into that with you. This might be a two hour podcast, <laughs> but no, no, I don't know. But, um, so, cause that's, that's cutting edge right there. I've, I've done a lot of, well, as much research as I can do on it, on the, the far red, but there are growers out there that are swearing by this, yes. that that 10 or 15 min, minute shutoff is, is crucial taking it to the next level i agree do you incorporate that now i've used it for it was it just a couple runs i've used it in a greenhouse before um what i what i would like i mean you it's only me looking at it i would like to do multiple runs in different rooms and have them tested at multiple times Mm -hmm. to see where the terpenes are peaking with each you know each room if you have one with a far red led sure test it early you know like 50 days in 55 days in and keep having multiple tests on both rooms and then do real comparisons i mean there's lots where the r d comes right and there's a lot of different factors that play into this stuff so you can you know it's like playing a breeder i mean you can chuck pollen around but it's not really true breeding you're just you're kind of tinkering with things exactly Um, yeah so uh, I do think it is is the future, and I've read a lot of stuff on um, like the guys that own Gavita. They were doing testing on mixed spectrum, and they yeah. said their quality was coming yeah. out much higher with mixed yeah. spectrum. Yeah, um, I've watched some grows, uh, bigger indoor grows, mm-hmm. and um, definitely looks like the quality is higher if with the mixed spectrum, but the yield seems to go down. So I don't know if there's a little balance you're going to have to get there, but that's one thing I've noticed with it. I've heard now, and I'll chime in on this. I've heard that uh, a full LED, so no HPS, mm-hmm. um, no metal halide, just just full um, LED, is not giving you the um, the bulk, the volume, but it's uh, making them frostier. Do yes. you have anything to say about that, or is that just a bunch of talk right now? Well, I've never personally experienced it okay but okay. i have looked at a lot of the greenhouse grows from say colorado and they've yeah. been doing a lot of research back right. there and with different spectrums of light using leds different lights mm-hmm. all together they've been able to make plants taste completely different pull out completely different terpenes in the plant by using exactly yeah. okay. by using different types of leds mm-hmm. so yeah i believe you could maybe get frostier possibly but with less yield it's hard to say i've never got to experiment with well them. okay so let's get down to it so is using leds either just <clears throat> so what you're saying is you use leds along with exactly the other lights supplemental yeah okay so you want to do the whole thing <clears throat> right now here, here here's one good thing about americans is we're like we like teams mm-hmm. right so now it's team led yeah and team you know <laughs> uh hps, HPS or, or whatever yeah and there's no in between, you know, it's like, yeah, are you going to go full, full LED or yes. So right now you're kind of like you're, you are in between. You want to try it? Kind I mean, of a hybrid. Yeah. yeah. In ways. And there, cool. not all my rooms. I mean, I have most of my rooms only have one room where I'm doing that with the other okay. ones are just double ended Gavitas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's good to hear you using Gavitas. Uh, using Gavitas, you know um, 12 foot, 12 <laughs> foot high ceilings, um, is a wow. must. You have to, good for, for me, you. for me, you have to have them. No. Well, um, and even, ideally, I think everybody would like to have that, yes. but you know, um, it doesn't happen. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen. And I've seen some really cool um, 
inserts that people have done they've actually inserted into yeah. their ceiling so they can yeah. get the gavita up there and sure. that's interesting i don't know how the heat would be in that little box they've created but um anything to use those lights because they do work for sure the gavitas yeah. yes yeah. absolutely well let's, let's go right into that this is a good uh, segue so i want to you know when i talk on the show i talk a lot about outdoor grow because that's what we do but i i don't talk enough about indoor mm-hmm. and so this is perfect let's talk about that let's yeah. talk about what you do yeah. and let's talk about what you think are some of the best things to do some of the best strategies what you like to do now you already talked gavita Yes. Our much respect there. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, most of us, even though I don't do a lot of indoor, I would grab a Gavita. They're great lights. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, with that, let's, let's have you done any just all? Let, let's start over. Mm-hmm. Before we go into that, LED-wise, have you done just LED before? No. No, so you've always um, mixed. No, but I've used uh, induction and LED. So okay. I, so I used... Uh, <laughs> This is a whole nother lighting. Um, Integro PAR420, which is uh, Tesla lighting, which okay. is just, it's induction lighting and it's uh, electroless fluorescent. So the bulbs on, they're 420 watts, the bulbs on these things will last for 10 years. Oh wow. And that's actually what I use for veg right now is just these and veg. But I ran those with the, um, they're called pontoons and it's LED rails that, that set right on top of that uh, that point that that, okay. um, that light and you run them together and then just like I was saying before when the timer goes off and then those LEDs do their thing and everybody goes to sleep gotcha but no I've never just run LEDs by themselves the reason I ask that is because uh, there's spectrum King I don't know if you've heard of them mm-hmm. yeah they seem to be like almost like the leader so I was, I was just wondering if maybe you'd ever anyway okay so let's get back to the the real thing um, so what do you do now how what are you running if you don't mind talking about that yeah. what do you run how do you run it let's talk about the whole thing let's let's what do you, um, what does Jaybird do uh, thousand watt double enders uh, okay. adjustable I don't always run them on a thousand watt depending on the strain um, like the Girl Scout cookies that I have they prefer less intense light um, the less nutrients as well. So you yeah. can, the nice thing about those Gavitas is you can, and with the 12 foot ceilings, I can get them really high. And as long as you have enough lights in the room, you're getting all the cross lighting. Okay. Um, but you can adjust the, uh, you know, the dimming. You can dim them yeah. back and yeah, forth. Yeah. So you can run them at 825 or 700 or whatever. And that's nice. And then over the, you know, the strains that can handle it, you just, you know, turn them up and. Can and, the OGs uh, handle it? They handle it pretty well. I don't, you know, at first I was going right at three feet, and that's just too much. They, you'll, you'll get bleach. Yeah. Definitely. You'll get leaf curl, everything else. Right. Um, and that's a good, it, what, you said three feet? So yeah, three feet. I, I, wow. say, I say you go even higher than that. Wow. And if you look at, see, and I'm not a big guy. I've got small rooms, you know, yeah. six to 10K. Okay. Not, not huge, yeah. but there's a few of them. And as long as you have enough, like I said, enough cross lighting, it works out. Yeah. Now, if you look at the really big guys on like Instagram, Jungle Boys, okay. um, Icon Cannabis, guys like that, they'll have, you'll see their lights and they're like six, seven feet above the canopy. Wow. These Gavitas. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Have, but they have. have 250 lights in there or a hundred yeah. lights in the room. Yeah. So there's, it's getting enough light. Believe me, it's getting enough light and you don't have that heat right there on the canopy. Is that the idea when they do that? Is get more lights and, and less uh, heat? It's just, there's plenty. It's like the sun in there. I mean, it's getting, you're getting definite penetration. The par, if you had a par reader with that many lights, it's just crazy. Gotcha. When you get it that low, you're just, you're literally going to light the plants up. Though. Yeah, you're cooking them, yeah. So you get it up there and, uh, I mean, these guys are just killing Spreads, it with those. Yeah. I, yeah, I wish. I'm not there yet, but that's my goal soon. <laughs> sure. 
Um, yeah, so uh, at least I like to run them at least four feet above the canopy. Yeah. Cookies, I like to get them up another foot. Okay. And they uh, that's fine. But the OGs can handle it. I've got some indicas that don't seem to care. The big old fat, you know, leaves as big as your head. Yeah. And you can shoot, put them right down at three and they just smile. Start praying at the light. It's like, dang. <laughs> right where they Yeah, where they stick the leads go straight up. You're like, are you getting enough? Yep. <laughs> Liking it. That's when you know you're doing a good job. Sun tanning. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it's all strain dependent. But yes, the Gavitas definitely make a difference. Um, they, I mean, you weren't, you didn't used to be able to get anything off OGs. I mean, you'd have to right. grow a ton of plants to get any yeah. sort of weight off them. Now you can grow OGs and get decent yields. That's I'm still true. not killing it with OGs. That's true. I mean, it's not like you're growing Blue Dream in there or something where you can. I mean, that's a big, big yielding strain. Oh my God! Let me. I, I digress here, but yeah. I have to tell you this. In fact, Jay, you know, I've got a lot of respect for you just talking to you, and so I hope that I can take my strains this year and maybe give you some samples and maybe have you tell me what you think. Yeah, I'm probably absolutely. by far not. The uh, grower that you are, but oh, uh, I'd be honored if you'd, you'd check him out. And the reason right. I say that is because I do have a Blue Dream. I have a Girl Scout, mm -hmm. which makes me nervous because I'm I don't like, have any problem with Blue Dream. i just saying it's a big yielder. Well, here's the deal. I just want to talk about I, I got the Blue Dream on purpose, not because I think it's some phenomenal strain or mm -hmm. it's going to be my bread, not my bread and butter. It's going to be my staple. Mm-hmm where it's going to be like I can turn into concentrate or I can metabols or whatever I want to do because it is a, a big yielder. Right. I didn't realize how big a yielder. <laughs> this thing on me will not stop. This thing is just a beast. Yeah. And it's these big, long, skinny Jurassic Park Jesus. looking. Is that what they look like for yes, you? Yes, yeah. Kind of skinny. Yeah. Really just almost evil i just Argh. and they just like I said keeps going and <laughs> oh going and God. going i can't <laughs> it's like I that, topped, that's enough <laughs> i topped the whole thing i was like slow down yeah. i only got six feet stop yeah i know yeah <laughs> keeping my and barrier it's still just oh, so now instead of just you know my my main branches i got all these oh it's brutal i it's a thing, mess <laughs> it is it's so fluffy and full i don't know what i'm gonna do oh. with this thing but on the flip side i got the girl scout and it is it's t small, mm -hmm. compact, and you're right. The newts on it, it doesn't like a lot. Mm -mm. It doesn't need a lot of sun, really. It, it just doesn't. seems to be very ladylike. And you can put it in a corner. It yeah. seems to do better. In my yeah. rooms, if I push this aside, the stuff that's not directly under the light. In fact, the stuff, if I get, I can tell I'm getting it too close because the tops will be smaller than the buds that are halfway down. Yeah. It's like, oh, all right. <laughs> Light's a little intense for yeah. it. Now, when you get those tight, compact plants, well, at least this one is, are your GSCs? Tight and um, mine will stretch a bit, and it okay. only, it only grows you know marbles, you know a bunch of marbles. That's that's what I was gonna say. Is that's what this is looking like? It's gonna do is mm -hmm. maybe just get these tight little outdoors. It'd be more like golf balls, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. indoors, it's right. more like you know marble size tight. Yeah, oh, oh like gosh. a rock. Yeah. So you have any? Like a rock. <laughs> do you have any recommendation about? I mean, do does the whole like if they're that tight and compact and leaves are covering it? Do the, does the bud age properly? In well, terms of like some of those indicas, see, in my my Girl Scout cookie doesn't do that. It stretches. There's lots of spit that leaves the leaf petal. It's like a foot. Oh wow. Okay. So there's tons of light yeah. all the way into the plant. Sure. So I don't have that worry. But you sound like you have the a granddaddy purple leaner. There's a right. There's yeah. one that's really indica indica dominant. Um, it it's, it, it is. could be a cookie. Got, there's lots yeah. of cuts of cookies. So. 
But yeah, when they get that tight, I like to do. I like to thin the leaves. Okay. Okay. Well, you you look at it, and the buds underneath those big leaves are like discolored. That exactly, exactly. Now on strains like um, L.A. Con, yeah. it's it's a must. You have to so you're saying, snap those big big leaves out of okay. there. Some of that stuff because yeah. there's those are those plants can handle the heat. Those those okay. big indicas. Okay. So yeah, if I mean, gotcha. a lot of people aren't into thinning, but that it's just it makes a difference. Believe well, me, I, they yeah. fill out when you take those leaves off. You think, okay. oh man, I'm really exposing. They just go, yeah, yeah, rock up. Well, it's hard to take away your your. Uh, um, well, I like to think of them as like, uh, you know, the the using the sun rays. Yes. The, the, yes. And if you're taking away the leaves, you're taking away their ability it's to... It's just take, the excess. Yeah. No, get the excess yeah. out of there. I mean, if it's creating nothing but a black shade when you lift, it's not doing any good, no, really. No, You're yeah. not going to get anything out right. of that stuff. And on strains like that, depending on the weather, I mean, that's where you'll get your mold and right. powdery mildews, or things like that. pests, yeah. Pests. Sure, yeah. Now, okay, let's keep moving on. So we talked about lights with you. What do you like to use for newts? Are you organic, synthetic? Um, I've tried mix? everything. And I honestly, I don't seem to stick with anything uh -huh. and i've been having good results with pretty much everything so, so i don't know what to say i've literally tried um general hydro general okay. hydroponics botanic Did you think botanic that was a little care salty or at all or the what the uh, general GH? hydro yeah um can be because i always when I, I i originally started with general hydro and i always it always seemed like i had to flush more mm -hmm. you know um that that's a thing on you, learning your newts okay and but i just more paying attention to the to the plant and never taking it pushing it too far because sure. it seems like when you burn it you give it too much it's hard to get that back out of there oh yeah. if you just take it to the point and just kind of stay that underneath that burn. it'll flush yeah that yeah. it'll flush underneath there i've never had too big of a problem but that's what i'm saying i've used that uh pure yeah um which is really good stuff it's just a little on the acidic side for me so i uh went away from that i have said you tried canna um no i have not i've i've Use Canna quite a few times, and if you, especially for hydro, Canna cocoa is great stuff. Excellent. It seems to be really clean. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, what else do we use? Uh, I like to use tea. I use mm. for the soil mm -hmm. grows. Um, I don't. I don't do it with the hydro. Uh, the old school Budswell. Oh yeah. The super yeah. bat. Sure. I love the old tea. I've been using that for seeing that's the old schooler in me because I've been using that on outdoor stuff for years. And, okay. Uh, uh, it works. I like this stuff. Yeah. I like that stuff and. Uh, Another thing that I think works and it's interesting, like I, I don't know. I, I there's a lot of people out there running. Is that a turpinator? Yeah, heard a lot about that lately. And I've been using I that. Tried it though. And I think that helps bring out the, some of these flavors nice. on the, on these OGs and stuff. So you're um, using it on the BTY? I am absolutely <clears throat> nice. And uh, once again, you know, just take it up to a certain thing. Don't ever go over. Just, and, and it's growing plants over and over. You can kind of see what the plant's doing. You'd be yeah. like, uh, I didn't like that. Once you get a feel for the plant like that and your nutrients, then you know where you can push it to. Then it's easy to flush out. Yeah, it's yeah. not a big deal. But yeah, it can run a little salty. There's, it seems like all of them work though. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing is, I think that you know, if you buy a quality nutrient, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna work. So. Um, have you tried? I mean, so you're using teas now? I am using teas. Um, yeah, just during the soil runs. Um, no. No beneficials? Nope. Huh? nope. Um, That's such a big thing lately. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everybody's in all kinds of stuff. And yeah. uh, 
I just, <clears throat> I do what's been working for yeah. a while. I do keep experimenting, don't get me wrong. Yeah. That's why I'm always switching up newts sure. and doing different things and a booster here and there to check it out. But uh, as far as the soils go, I, I seem to know what, I like how my stuff tastes. And well, so if you're if, using teas, you're probably getting beneficials in there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so I think you're probably already taking care of that, but. It's just, uh, I can't see as all my, you know, newts are organic or completely organic. Oh, sure. I mean, I've run the general organics, which is mm. not a bad line. It's just very, very weak. Yeah. I mean, to get it up to any parts per million, it's it's look at the whole damn jug. So mm-hmm. went away from that. Um, <laughs> it's it, Yeah, it gets expensive is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, everything works. Just flush, flush, flush. Well, I'm really impressed. And, and so pay attention it, to the plant. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Um, you know, a lot of guys just uh, dump stuff on. You know, you need... You know, some of these lines are what? There's nine different parts to the line. It's like, yeah. yeah nah. Yeah. Well, and then... <laughs> I just... I, whatever. I've got really mixed feelings. Well, I don't know. So I... And this is not saying bad about anybody, but uh, what is it? Um, I think it's an organ brand, but the... Um, there's a line that's organic. Roots. The Aurora. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like what? There's a zillion different a things. zillion. And you could pick a couple out of those things that would work. Yeah. And the rest of them are... Yeah. You know... Well, you know, as Americans, we're really accessorizing. Oh, stuff. yeah. No, we if like you can buy 12 things, that's got to be better than three. Dump it on. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm more of a... I'm, I guess I'm organic. I don't use synthetics a lot. If, if I ha- Here's the problem. is I'm, I guess you could call me a top dress king. Mm-hmm. I'll start out with a good organic soil, and then I just like to top dress the shit out of it. And I, because I've done it for so long, I don't really run into problems because you got a little bit of a window there right. with, with that. But um, in the past, I have. It's really easy to to add too many, you know, minerals or whatever. But um, uh, for the most part, it's it's really easy. And then if I want to correct, I'll correct sometimes with aesthetic because it's so quick. Right. You yeah. Get that instant adjust. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the nice thing about using liquids at least is that uh, top dressing takes fuck, a week, two weeks or whatever. It, you it's, never, so, it's, it's like a guessing it's a, game. It's an outdoor, more of an outdoor type it of is, thing. It is. And since I'm outdoor, I, I it's easier. But um, still, it's a lot easier to control with the liquids and, and then synthetics. But uh, And indoors, your cycles are so quick. Yeah. You're putting it into a room. And boom, boom, yeah. You, you want to. Your yep. goal is to get as many, you know, cycles in as possible and get your flush. Yeah. So okay. So we talked about news. We talked about your lights. What? And you're using dirt. Yes. Well. Yeah. So let's so talk about. I, I let's have talk a little of everything. Dirt. Okay. Little, I have a room. Talk about it. I have a room that's uh, cocoa, right nice. now. Nice. And then I have a room that uh, we just finished up that was Rockwell cubes. Okay. And then on top of uh, cocoa mats. So they're quarter-inch cocoa mats. They're about four by eight. Okay. You lay them in the bottom of yep. your tray, and then you set the cubes on top of there. Okay. And then you have a you run drip emitters to each one, yeah. and comes on multiple cycles. I had that coming on four different times during a cycle. Um, yeah. It only drip for like you know a minute or two at a mm-hmm. time, um, and drain off. That worked pretty good. We're in the middle of uh, trimming some of that right okay. at the moment, actually. And uh, then I have a room that's soil, and then another room that's just uh, Rockwell cubes. 
okay. just uh, in trays like you would a, even a pot. It's just the okay. six-inch Rockwell cube sitting in a tray. Now, you have to vacuum those out every morning, which is a, a pain. <laughs> every morning? Every Water every day. So that one's oh, not, that right. one's yeah, not hooked yeah, yeah. on a drip system, so I have to get in there at a certain time gotcha. and get those taken care of. Yeah. So three different rooms, three different styles makes it uh, tricky. I'm a one-man show. Oh, wow. Um, it's okay. I like it. It's, um, you like to keep your hands deep, don't I, you? I like to get after it every day. <laughs> Uh, absolutely it, but it the trickiest part is you know you have a room on that they might be like two different you know two weeks apart yeah some of the rooms are two weeks apart and within the room so there's a, a row that'll go in oh. and then another row will go in two weeks later so the harvester always coming yeah so like every so couple of weeks yeah. yeah um instead of having big rooms that you harvest one big harvest yeah. scenes we're on the smaller side um it's easiest, easier for us to get this out to the patients yeah. and then get it trimmed up. And then any of our excess, we can go ahead and take take down to the dispensary. And Nice. Yeah. So um, a little little easier to manage right now. Now, are you, is that for your own testing or is that just you like growing three different styles? or? Um, it's for my own testing. Okay. Yeah, I like to uh, – I'm just kind of trying to figure out what I – get that balance between the mm -hmm. best yield and mm -hmm. quality at the end. I mm -hmm. mean, if it yields really good but tastes like garbage, I'm not doing that. Yeah, um, there's no way I'll do that. Um, <laughs> if, if it you have to have enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, somewhere they find that balance, that sweet spot that every grower is looking for, you know, yeah. the, the ultimate. So, uh, How's the cocoa doing? The cocoa's interesting. So yeah. far, so good. I like it. Um, I, mean, you're not I know doing... a lot of people growing in cocoa. Oh, man, that seems to be like the almost the standard anymore, mm -hmm. even if it's just half cocoa and even dirt. Right. Uh, it's pretty easy. I've heard that uh, you know, for especially for beginners, you can't mm -hmm. really overwater too too it's, easy, yeah. and you don't get some of the soil pests as easy. Mm -hmm. um, yes, you know, I use it. I like cocoa. cocoa so, yeah. um, but how's that going? Is it uh, the the cocoa's fine? Um, I've only done a couple runs of that. Uh, so far, so good. I do like it. Um, I it's, at the end of the day, I like dirt. It, it's, yeah, it's always been the easiest for me. Um, there is, you know, you get bugs and dirt. Yeah. There's been different root aphid yeah. issues going around yeah. and just different things. And uh, it's just, I'm an old school outdoor grower, so yeah. dirt's dirt, and I'm well, down with dirt. Yeah, and it's I the way it is. It could be a, a placebo thing, but it just always seems to me like the flavor tastes best, just right? Just taste better. Um, I, I tend to agree, so yeah. that's why I'm making sure and doing it 12 <laughs> different ways to that's figure good. it out. That's it's good. like, okay, yeah. But they're all Gavitas. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. All Gavitas, absolutely. There you go. There yeah. you go. Um, all, all yields are good. I mean, for, for OGs and cookies, that's all I'm going to say. I mean, I think I could really smash it with something else. I'm, I, that's why I'm working on a couple of other strains. We have a uh, Granddaddy Purple Cross to Kosher Kush, which we're calling Royal Kosher Kush. Nice. And it is really nice. Heavy, wow. heavy indica. Um, the plant yields up nicely. It's a beautiful mm. plant. Nice. Um, Will we see that at uh, THC maybe? Yes, or? absolutely. We're uh, midway through a run right now. Mm -hmm. So um, it'll actually be, I, I made the seeds. So it's it's the first actual run. All the... So this is a Jaybird? This is a Jaybird special, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is um, good. Yeah, so I had a Granddaddy Purple Male and hit it to a kosher. I'm a, I'm a kosher fan and... Um, came out nice everybody that tried it really enjoyed it so we're going to get that on the shelves i'm looking forward to that and then we have another one called uh gfi which is grapefruit indica and that's another indica cross and um boy it's just super nice um i i didn't have a lot of just straight indicas in the stable and yeah these they sit you down and yeah. really 
relax you. Oh yeah. Really yeah, yeah. relax you. Yeah. It's got a lot of that granddaddy purple in there, mm-hmm. which is nice. It makes for a nice sturdy plant as well. Yeah. Um, and yields well. And that's what I'm looking for. Something all around. Nice. Uh, it's in, so you've taken it to the next level, and you're actually doing some genetics then. We did a little bit, yeah. Have you done that in the past, or um, yeah, or is this something new? No, I I've mean always, you're growing males then. Uh, I've done, you know, where you herm them and yeah. get, and oh, get okay. that. So where you get a bunch okay. of S ones from yeah. plants, mm-hmm. and you know, the, the, some some of those are what they are. You you really have to run through them and and look for which ones are going to herm because there, there's going to be a lot of them in the batch that herm. But sometimes you find a winner that was an actual male cross. Um, felt felt a lot better than that and you can tell on the stable the plants are very very stable um, that's one of the keys there's a lot of you know a lot of hermy seeds out there and some of the best strains out there have come from herm seeds okay um, it's just that you know that the plant pollinates itself and the yeah. seeds that come yeah. out of that are all yeah. are all female or herm yeah hermy yeah. tending <laughs> so yeah they are what they are. That that's, goes right back to R and D. You got to have a an extra room just yeah, to do seed tests do. and run them through. Yeah. I did a little seed test, and um, it's good. I found a couple of winners out of it, but at the same time, you know, it, it was a pain in the ass. I bet. Um, I can't do anything with it. I just gave it all to my patients. Yeah. Um, I didn't get enough off of any one. You know, I only did a few plants, but I didn't get enough off any one plant to do anything with. So it's just just all got passed around but then i got a lot get a lot of good uh, information back from the patients as mm-hmm. to what worked and this one tastes like this yeah this one does taste like grapefruit um it's good to get that feedback i like to you know pass it out here and there and just yeah what do you think let me know i mean yeah. I, I my feelings won't be hurt if it stinks <laughs> <laughs> I, they will a little bit but well yeah 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 um, but, if i like it and you think it stinks but oh, it's all sure. personal preference yeah really. well yeah a lot of it so do you, are you going to continue with some genetic stuff? I think so. And I have a friend that's uh, doing some breeding down in California mm-hmm. with some nice old strains, mm-hmm. which I'm excited about. He's got this guy this that classics. he was... Yeah, he was working with this guy that... Um, God, this guy's been growing since, I want to say, 71. Mm-hmm. Um, super old school head. And they've got these Thai genetics they're playing with. And um, I would love to see some of that get back to the mix. We've got a... Some of that coming up, it's the uh, Chocolope, which yeah. is the uh, chocolate yeah. tie crossed uh-huh. to the uh, the haze, I believe. Now, is it haze or tie that takes so long to flower? Both. Both. Okay. Both. Yeah. But this, I, I've heard that this one's not a real long flowering oh, cut. Okay. Nice. Um, really good cut, but it's definitely got a lot of tie in it. Yeah. Which is nice. I don't think a lot of uh, you the younger generation no. smokers have got to try like that no. real chocolate tie. Uh, you don't see a lot of haze it. even. No, not a lot of haze. Mm-hmm. More on the East Coast, it yeah. seems, but not a lot out here. Um, but yeah, that chocolate tie that used to go around was just strong, tasted straight. like It looked like brickweed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight yeah. up, you're like, really? <laughs> and you smell, you're like, oh my God, that's the real deal. <laughs> and then you smoked it, and then you were, you know. Yeah. Then, it you, is real then you knew you smoked the real yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I was a, a young smoker at the time, so let's just say it, it, it kicked my butt. <laughs> So I'm looking, looking forward to getting some of that into the mix and oh, nice. uh, seeing how that comes out. Definitely. That's, uh, I'm going to pick up that and we're going to pick up a, uh, super old Northern lights, uh, original Bubba cross oh, wow. that this, this guy's been growing for like 10 years by himself with his wife. And my buddy got a hold of this stuff. He's <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And the guy hasn't really passed it around much. So we're, yeah. we're excited about that too. It sounds good. You might have to get yourself a little niche or something where you just I got just yeah. have that <clears throat> hard to find uh, you know 
old school. That's what we're searching for. Yeah. That's it's what a, I like about the BTY so much is yeah. it's just one of those that's not around like a lot of the old school strains that you just haven't tasted. And you sound like a, you know, you sound like an old guy living in his heyday when you start talking about some of the old strains. But oh, they yeah. just, you know, they just, you know, like the old roadkill skunk. None yeah. of that's around. And I no. mean, you try to explain how that stuff smelled and yeah. just whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's an old, well, and they're bringing that up. They they throw the term land race around and stuff. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of those old, solid land race strains that were just uh, nice. Yeah. Like, kind of forgotten about yes. or changed or A lot of those whatever. old Afghani but, strains that yeah. came over. That Yeah. With what, Vietnam? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, those guys brought some good stuff. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, okay, so we talked about that. Now, what's, what's the, so... I don't think breeding is your future, but you're looking for other strains. You know, what we might do is might have you make us a strain. Oh, that'd be awesome. Strain, huh? That'd be great. <laughs> I would love to, as I, uh, as I'd like progress. to say, as I, as I get a little <laughs> sure. older and make a little money in this industry, yeah, hopefully down the will. road, I would like to, I would love to just fill up greenhouses and do test runs. That'd be great. Yeah. Supplemental lighting <laughs> in a greenhouse, just testing strains. Yeah. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Yeah. So you keep doing this till you're dead? Is that what uh, absolutely? Yeah. You know, I've done it since I was a kid. I've been passionate about it. I've had to always hide it up until the last four or five yeah. years. Um, not that we were out there doing illegals; we were just smoking it. I wasn't yeah. selling it, no, but at the same time, you just you had to keep it under the hat. Oh yeah. And now it's, it's you know I'm just we're trying to give it some legitimacy. I mean, we have a chance to do things right here in Oregon. Yeah. And really set a good tone for what's yeah. going on out there. Mm -hmm. And if we do it professional and and keep things legal and keep within get your license, pay your yep. taxes, do all those things you can do, show the rest of the country how to do it, and then you know the states will fall. Yeah, well, and that's the deal. I mean, we're halfway there. Yeah, right? twenty three, twenty four, twenty five states right. now. But um, yeah, we're halfway there, and I think that's it. You know, Oregon rooted is all about that. We want to bring the professionals out and and share that knowledge and yeah be leaders i mean absolutely um, we already are i think uh colorado went first and they've done a lot of good things but i think we can learn from them too oh and i think that. we have yeah uh so but i would like to see more people like you and and there's a lot of other growers out there too there's but, a lot of good mm -hmm. growers a lot of good growers. that's the thing is we got a lot of good and here's the fact it, it all these growers they didn't just pop up the day it became legal no that's a fact i mean mm -hmm. these guys were doing it in the trenches you know learning way back like you uh doing it the hard way just putting in your time uh because you loved it because it was passionate it was something that it just it forget all the rest yep. you know this is what you crawling under man's knee yeah. buck brush <laughs> with my miracle girl and my one there gallon go. gallon milk jugs when i'm 17 yeah <laughs> Um, definitely passionate. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I love it. I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore. Those were the days, and and that's true. But without guys like you or girls, it doesn't matter. Whatever girl, if we without people like you guys, we wouldn't be here right now, uh, yeah. at all. Uh, so thankfully, we had people that were passionate enough to say, "Forget this." Just did it underground. Yeah, you know, kept to themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah. Oregon has some of the best outdoor growers around, and Oregon as well. I mean, yeah, definitely more up north where they can't grow as much outdoor. But down here in Southern Oregon, man, some of the plants these guys have right now, I'm, I'm looking at them on Instagram, just like, geez, yeah. awesome. Oh, I'm impressed, yeah. really impressed, yeah. some really good grows. Well, and I know that there's, I don't know factually, but I know there's a lot of growers that have these 20 plus pound plants. Yes, I saw. That's insane. Uh, 
I saw a article on Jollibee because I just met with Jollibee and their last year they had a plant that reached 21.4 pounds I think that's insane what strain uh, I don't know offhand that's I've never heard of anything like that that's the most I've ever heard of yeah easily uh, yeah and and the reason that was factual was actually published they had wow. they measured it and did the whole thing that's incredible but it was it was a beast i mean i wonder if it, it was, was a guy good or if it was I just like know. 21 pounds of swag <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question it's it's big but you don't want to smoke it well, who knows we didn't no i know i'm just saying that. no it's probably, it's probably dank <laughs> i'm sure it was no but it, it is nice to know that you can grow trees. Literal trees. I mean, that's I mean, what insane. Was it, this big on the stock? I oh, mean, it had to be. I mean, that's yeah. full bark. I mean, is there bark on it? Big time peeling back. Little, yeah, little oak trees. Pretty awesome. Yeah. So that's good. Um, well, so what other secrets do you have? I mean, I mean, I, my, I think my biggest secret is I just really love growing the plant. Yeah. Literally, and uh, I. I'm there every day at my place every day and um, it's just constant a care attention scoping leaves checking the pH you better be checking your parts per million I'm very anal about everything that goes into them and um, keeping on top of them so you don't have to do as much spraying and things that people are having to do as long as you're scoping and keeping your mom's clean yeah um, so what kind of IPM do you use you know what kind of pest management do you incorporate what do you run I, into? I try to keep it. I, I, it's I mean, as organic as possible. Sure, I mean, no, it's all sure. armory. Um, yeah. Really just different types of neems. Okay. Um, real basic stuff. Okay. Um, what happens there's when you a, run into it? I mean, there's an organicide or, a, a, yeah, or I think it's organicide that I use. And it's just a uh, three-part, very sticky. Mm-hmm. And it's another one that's mm-hmm. OMRI. Um, basic stuff. You just have to maintain them, keep mm-hmm. them clean. And, and like I said, always scope your leaves. Air movement, air movement, air movement. That's yeah. the biggest key in any grow room. So, so you keep period. Yeah, it's <clears throat> air moving just like it was outside. Every square inch of, of air should be moving. If it's not, you're going to have a problem. Sure. Now, do you run sealed rooms or do you? Um, run... No. Okay. So you have filtered uh, filtered scrub. Yeah, yeah, still okay. scrubbing. Um, doing different things. A lot of those things have changed. Um, there's some stuff that I've just learned in the last six months that completely go against all the old rules of how you should how you should flower and how you should prune before a flower which is real interesting especially on uh ogs a lot of these guys now are running real high humidity in their flower rooms all the way you know probably six weeks into flower um, which would be a big no-no you'd think the whole time you should be down in your you know 45 Mm -hmm. and lower the drier the better in flowering and then the last few weeks really drying it out after that but um, is that to increase it's just the, uh, it's the plant's resin? health it's the uh, oh, okay. it's the uh, vapor deci- deficit in the air the humidity to the heat okay. and so they're going a little warmer in their rooms because they're running CO2 so they're mm-hmm. taking it into the mid to upper 80s wow and then getting that humidity up to like around 70% 65 70% wow. in early flower I haven't gone that high I'm worried about PM that's why I'm saying <laughs> air movement air movement air movement and that's the key to these rooms is they make sure there's no dead spots in the room. Yeah. As that soon as you get a dead corner. spot, and then you're gonna that corner, that that piece of wall over there, that's where you're gonna pick up your PM, and then your, then your toast. You know, it's just yeah. your, it's through the room, and that's how these guys are pulling it off, and then drying it out at the end, and cooling it down at the same time. So dropping the room temperature way down, into the 60s 
from where they were wow. and and then and drying it out mm-hmm. and these guys are the top they're literally at the top everybody i'm watching that's doing this right now is just killing it wow. so i'm slowly trying to up and yeah experimenting with that some of the pr- <laughs> pruning going in you know yeah. all of it was for indoor growers you know you'd normally put them in there let them grow mm-hmm. trim them about trim up the bottoms maybe yep. seven yep. days in yep whatever 14 days mm-hmm. at the latest um it's these guys are doing everything before they get in they're literally having their ogs they'll have maybe six tops on an og and they'll go one node and flip so they'll put it inside the flower room with only one node wow stripped all the way to the bottom oh, and wow. flip it and ogs will stretch that you know yeah big time mm-hmm. and that's all they're shooting for is that cola that comes off of those tops that they have there at zero bottoms zero larve mm-hmm. all top wow um that's so is that like that, see a green style or is that um can you still well get it is of, okay. it is um yeah. and that's that's the rockwell cubes mm-hmm. once again on the on the cocoa mats yeah um it's all it's all screened over it's the craziest thing to watch it looks like they've ruined their plants um but they do no trimming once they're in budding they're only worried about they're they don't they're not worried about yeah. the leaves at all it's just about the flower huh. and it'll shoot up there and they're getting 3.5 a light with OGs. Holy shit. Yeah, exactly. So I pay attention when that stuff's going down. And wow. it's all about these these tricks that I've been watching. Some of these yeah. bigger guys that have been growing bigger scale indoor than I have yeah. for a longer time. I see. And just pay attention to these guys. They know what's up. And, um, you know, you don't have to copy them, but you can take a trick here and yeah. there. And this is all just, it really makes sense when you start looking at a lot of it. In veg, they're going, you know, 70s the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as their humidity goes, okay. So they're adding humidifiers. Wow. Yeah. To add moisture to the air unless on a lot of Florida. stuff. <laughs> um, unless you're in Florida, yeah. Um, which is just the opposite, you know. It'd be dehumidifiers running. Yeah. Um, just different stuff, you know, that goes against the old school way of thinking. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but guys are killing it with it. They must run into more ish. I mean, they must have to the, still. Maintain these are these some. hundred light rooms. I see. You know, and it's just they have so much cross lighting. They sure. have hallways and everything. They're just they have long tables, yeah. and it's how they prune them before they long veg mm-hmm. in these cubes mm-hmm. to get a good. And that's kind of key to growing those those OGs is getting that nice long veg on there, and then they'll then they'll plump up. If you go quick, they you know quick quick turnarounds for them doesn't seem to work. I don't think it works either unless you're into getting 14 grams off a plant. I'm not into that. No. So. Um, not with the numbers that we have to deal with in medical. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that'd be different once you go recreational and you don't have to worry about your numbers so much. But for now, you just bigger plants, I think, is the way. Proper pruning. Get those bottoms trimmed up. So everything, these last two rooms, I've done that, trimmed them up, and yeah, it works. Now, do you use CO2? Uh, yes, off and okay. on. Okay. Um, that's another thing I've been playing with as well. We're going to add bottles here quickly, but... I, I'm more of a fresh air guy. Just bring in some fresh air. Mixed feelings again. Um, mm-hmm. But know, as long as you're circulating that air, then I just don't like the temperature you have to run your room at with the CO2. Yeah, and that's always been an issue. But then again, doing all this reading, um, it it fits into into play with mm-hmm. with running the room hotter, the higher humidity, right? And uh, and so running with the bottle. So that's yeah, we're gonna might be a way I'm gonna to get switch your temperature up that's, we're gonna we're gonna switch over here in the near future to all of yeah. them. Interesting. Um, it just it seems smarter. Yeah, I've gone against it for the longest time. 
uh, and gotten good yields and, yeah. and, and everything's come out fine, but I think I can do even better with bottles. Everybody else yeah. is. So yeah, jump in there and so get it done. so easy to get a bottle now it too. Is. It's, it's very not easy. like you have to go down so and be it, like, know the guy and be like, Hey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I'm a welder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. So do you think you're going to get more stuff into uh, dispensaries in the future? I would definitely like to expand. I'm very loyal like... to the Talent Health Club. These guys are great. I just uh, good place. Um, you know, it would it'd be nice to get the product out there, yeah. out there more. And I, get, I, guess, I get the name developed yeah. somewhat. I guess what I meant is, are you going to bring more strains to the market to yes. like TLC yes. or THC? THC, yes. Yeah. Talent Club. Um, yeah, absolutely. I want to get those new strains I was talking about. I'm always looking for the new. Well, not new, but the best cuts that I can get my hands on. Yeah, and and what I'm really into stuff that you just can't find. Yeah. is If it's dank is dank and I have to drive halfway across the country. <laughs> I'll tell you. Or, right. you know, it just, somehow I'm going to get the cut. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's mostly just, a, you know, I had a little drive down the way there. But it is what it is. That's how you get those genetics. And um, I don't have a lot of time to waste my time on seed runs mm -hmm. you know even if the seeds are pretty homogenous it, there's still there's still variance so you're cloning your own stuff though unless you get something new so i have all all old school moms like yeah. that that bty mom's probably been alive for 20 some years the one i have this is, is like these sourdough are, bread yeah um <laughs> same well same with the king louis i mean these things these moms have been alive forever and they're wow. just cuts off of cuts wow yeah so you uh they've lost a lot of vigor over have time it. so uh they're a little, little harder to uh, take clones off of just because of that but then then we've got excellent guys out there working with um, tissue culture and things like that which is going to change change all that hit the reset button basically is what that'll do yeah there's a lot of new technology coming out and that's not new but no, no, but, but people are really starting to get it down now what's yeah what's crazy about cannabis is there's a lot of things that they're bringing to it that uh aren't new mm -hmm. um this it's plants just incorporating into yeah, it yeah right. it's like concentrates you got this new clear stuff out. it's not new it's just uh they're using it for concentrates that's now. Right. so that's right yeah it's crazy um yeah we, we keep reinventing stuff it just uh yeah it's the way it goes well i sure <laughs> like that og that you brought out thank you i appreciate that that's uh that's a special and um i you know i've only seen a couple other people with that cut out there and they're down in california I was gonna say we I besides don't that there just yeah. isn't everybody looks at me and they're just like what they like they don't like the name or whatever and it's like well maybe you should try it oh. and and give it a try no well, it's Man. og i was like yeah it's og check it out and, and i've never had them say that stinks no um, no it, definitely good flavors she, too. just a sweetie so yeah she's in the stable forever multiple so multiple moms and and locked down <laughs> And no, I'm sorry, she's not going out. <laughs> so don't even email yes. us. <laughs> we don't want to. People hear get it. mad. I feel bad saying no, but well, it's just I can't. It's one of those that I can't. I have other ones that I don't mind passing the cuts around, but that and, that and the girls got cookies. I'm just sorry. Just well, is not happening. I think it's good enough that you're just sharing your knowledge. You know, <laughs> yeah. some of that some of that grower knowledge. So <laughs> we appreciate it though. So, um, have you done anything beyond um, just growing flour? Like, do you do you guys ever dabble in concentrates or no? I, we, we have people. Anything? I take it to people, and they they do it. they do their thing with it. I'm not licensed for anything like that. I've never done anything like that. So, no, that's not my thing. I really like to concentrate on growing flour. No, that's, yeah, sure. And that's that's what we want to stick to. Mm -hmm. um, I see a lot of guys do a million different things, and more power to them. You know. Uh, yeah. 
maybe I'm not as talented as them, but I need to focus on just one thing. And when I do it, it comes out best that way. When I start getting spread out, it just, you can see it come out in the product and it's like, I can't handle that. (laughs) Like I said, we'll, we'll not put a strain on the shelf if it's, you know, not worthy. If it's, if it's, and everybody has bad runs. If it's a bad run, well, we have to eat a bad run. So, so who's really getting this strain then? Your patients? Yeah. Holy the, the, the patients, yeah, and uh, I think I need to become a patient. I know. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, the patients are pretty happy. Wow. <laughs> that I have other strains as well. We have the the Wi-Fi OG number three. Mm. Which you still is, got that coming out though, right? There's yeah, that's... that was actually on the shelf down at the Talent Health Club for a couple months, and oh. it did really well down there. Okay. Um, sold really quickly, and it's a big favorite. Yeah, there's I've, I've got some right now yeah. that's we'll try that close to being done. It's coming along. Um, we're at flushing right now, yeah. and uh, we uh, I think another two weeks. Anyways, that'll be hitting the shelf, and we've got uh, blue cookies, mm-hmm. which is um, it looks a lot like my other Girl Scout cookies. It's just uh, people said it's blueberry cross cookies. Okay, it's just a it's just another pheno of cookies that's oh, called okay. blue cookies. Super strong, uh, yields more than the my other clone only cookies. So I've got a room of that going right now with some big plants, and that stuff looks awesome we did a test plant of that and it was uh potent really potent nice yeah um tested high as well um once again i'm not all about a just high thc test so no. i want to see the whole profile i want to see the the terpenes and everything i'm more into that um i could go off on that for quite a while and i won't but um <laughs> yeah i just think i i've been getting the terpene profile test done and tweaking stuff and testing stuff at different days to see when they're peaking um, which doesn't necessarily coincide when when the THC is peaking. Okay. Um, so you kind of got to try to balance that out. Sure. And um, well, that's all have... fun. That's more an R and D, and but that those tests get expensive at 150 yeah. bucks a oh, pop for the man. whole thing. It's like okay, there's oh. a thousand bucks in tests. I hope that works out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, as long as you make that, sure Go that ahead. information is just. I mean, you can. That's the only way you're going to figure it out is yeah. to try it at all different stages. And as long as all the other things you've done are the same, you can get a really good idea of when yeah. you should harvest the BTY at what date and why. Yeah. Not just yeah. I like it at that. It's well, when it's doing its thing then. Yeah, and it should be at a full point. moon. Yeah. The ocean should be at its lowest it's point. Too, yes. Uh, the trees should be leaning left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try to get everything in alignment yeah. for the proper uh, harvest. Well, so... You know, we talked to Jason um, from Kennevere, and he was saying that uh, the profine, profine, jeez, the terpene profile, kind of a mix there. The terpene profile has a lot to do with a high. So you can take a 60%, uh, that's concentrate. You can take a, uh, uh, say, a 15%, whatever, THC gram of whatever, mm-hmm. and, and a 20%, and, and, and be better off with the 15%, depending on the profile. Um, absolutely. The only thing is they can't tell you why other than it's the combination of all the, the stuff. I, I've been saying this for a while. Most of my strains test somewhere between 18 to like 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, some people I've seen get higher with the same strain and that's, you know, more power yeah. to them. I don't know what they did, but it seems like, uh, and this could be just me. Don't sure. Don't, but the, <laughs> the, it, the terp seems to drop off after, as you get too high a percentage of THC, yeah. Yeah. it gets you really high. But you're missing, it's the balance between everything yeah. Yeah. that makes for the weed. So when you yeah. look at something, you, you're really not doing yourself any justice. If you go into a store and just, right. oh, that one's 30, I'll yeah. take that one. Yeah. Um, 
there's 30% OGs out there that they hit like a hammer, but they don't taste like the the other, the, like they right. don't have that OG taste yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the whole getting the high, mm-hmm. you know, that you smell it, you taste it. It's how the whole experience kind of comes together for you. And yeah, I think, you know, the flavonoids and the terpenes and everything else, I've been, I've been studying up some as well, not like Jason from Kenovar, but... Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, they still don't know a lot. It's just that... Uh, no, know. I think he's right. And yeah. people sell those lower THC mm-hmm. strains short. And it's like, you should really give it the smoke yep. test. And some strains, maybe it just doesn't hit you right. Um, but maybe it does. And, well, it, you know, you'd like it better. I, there's a yeah. lot of strains I like that are under 20%. They're oh, absolutely. dank as can be. Oh, yeah. And I've noticed, too, because I do use it medicinally. I mean, I use it rec- recreationally. But medicinally, I... I use it for, I get nausea almost daily. I have um, had ulcers in the past, and mm-hmm. even though I've taken care of those issues, um, I still get this uh, overwhelming nausea sometimes. And, um, you know, some of the lower THC um, cannabis that has a decent profile uh, will help me medically a lot better. Whether it's for headaches, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's nausea, helps. but yeah. it helps me better. Whereas I'll get a high, t- higher THC, and like you said, it won't be quite the profile. And I just, yeah, I get high, but it does not it's, make me feel better. No, it, it's missing a whole bunch. Yeah, I mean, it's like I get I'm a, really high, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's like, whoa, wait a second. I'm used to like the medicinal. What you know, else is going on? I want the feeling. I want you know, just there's a lot not, more there. Yeah, you know, not you know, high THC is great, but I really think the like we're saying the whole profile, and I think that's starting to come out more and more. People are getting more educated on that. Um, and once they do, that'll kind of change the way people you know the yeah. thc is not going to matter nearly as not much quite as much well it's, it's starting to show that really the testing that we're doing right now is just not as informative as we think it is mm-hmm. um it would be nice to have a full profile also too as you probably know when you you know thc is not it's not psychoactive as it is it's thc is an acid form mm-hmm. Um, you have to decarb it, whether that's burning it with a lighter, you're vaporizing it, or you're cooking it, whatever. That's right. And even then, you're not turning all that THC into usable psychoactive THC, uh, what delta nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go from say, say you have whatever your weed is, it's you know 17% THC. Well, once you burn it or decarb it, whatever you're doing, then it's now, you know, out of that 100%, now it's 80%. Right. So you're actually knocking down even more mm-hmm. once you burn it. Some companies are putting that on there, but when you know we talk to Jason, that's just a formula. So you take the total THC and then you use a formula to figure out what it might be if you decarb it. Jeez. But then that goes into who knows because if you decarb it in an oven or you use a lighter, it's all different. Huh. So it goes right back to we really don't know what we're getting other than if we just look at the profile. So. Um, agreed. And I didn't, yeah, I, the testing <laughs> I didn't facilities, <laughs> no, I, the testing facilities, I, um, I've taken the same strain to a couple different places and the numbers were quite different. Yeah. And, um, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's just the standards and that was a while ago yeah. that I did well, this, no, but yeah. here's the problem with that is there is no legitimate library of standard. And so you have to have some sort of standard to go off of. Right. There's no what this lab standard is might not be what this lab standard right. is. So what they're trying to, yeah, what they're trying to do is create a library of standards that people can 
compared to, which which will help a lot because it gets spendy. And that test, because of the way people look at the THC number, if you're trying to put your excess on the shelf and it comes in at 15 and somewhere else came in at 20, I guarantee you they're going to take that 20 10 times yeah. out of 10 over your 15. Sure. And it's like, yeah, that, that test cost me... Besides, the test was expensive. <laughs> well, and they were pointing out, I don't know what you have to go through when you test. I'm glad there's testing, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I really am. It's going to help keep everything clean and show what, you know, he's not spraying this, he's not, this isn't moldy. I'm right now, for that's all thing. that. Yeah. And Just, that's the big thing right now is that even though you might not have an accurate profile, so to speak, you still know what freaking mold, pesticide, and all good that thing. bullshit. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it's just yeah the thc levels always being so different is my biggest uh, biggest problem and it's like waiting on a test from school or something sometimes you need you, you smoke it. it everybody says oh it's killer it yeah. tastes good but it's, it's like well, how did i get that number for that test and then the next time it's like it's five percent higher i didn't do anything so and they say it's where you take it off the plant and Spend this more. that and the other thing yeah so whatever <laughs> just have to make sure it's really good when you take it in. So, do you test everything that you do? Everything, everything, everything. Before and you give the it to the patients, profile. or do you it, just? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Nice. Um, and then absolutely. provide that the information to them. Yeah, I don't do bulk test or batch testing for the patients, but right. I'll have it sitting here, get it tested, and then. Yeah. Um, I don't. I know what's being. You know, I know what's on it, so I'm not worried about the pesticide or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it's just the what what's the THC number mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so as soon as they give me the results and uh, that's that yeah nice. and then they get nice clean yeah clean product yeah which, well, it's which once again if it's you know I won't give it to them if it's if it's shite well everything that uh, that we had that from you it it burned up it was white it burned up to nothing it wasn't you know Perfect. chunky and dark and, right yeah and like I said sparkle it, no yeah it didn't crack of July you didn't get your fourth of July fireworks with that BTY <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh, it, it you could just tell that it tasted clean thank you so Appreciate that's it. good and we hope that you continue providing for absolutely as people out there that aren't patients we uh <laughs> want to we want to grow slowly just i, I yeah. don't want to blow up and have the quality no. drop off and then the reputation go down the hill so you know it is what it is uh i think good things are in the future yeah, yeah. for all of us you okay. know as long as we keep it uh keep it going correctly you know yeah pay your taxes yeah well <laughs> that's the thing just keep it legit i think most people are though oh yeah most people i've met have kept it you're gonna have to well legitimate and um just professional like yeah, most that's, that's, people that's are I'm in saying. it for being professionals but uh there are some that don't like to, to no and that that's fine i that's what i told her in uh, my wife yeah i said there's going to be a whole bunch of people that are really good that just aren't going to want to jump through all the hoops to become legitimate mm -hmm. do things correctly they're not going to want to pay taxes and you know I, i'm don't have a problem with them just they'll sort themselves out though i mean it, it, when the other states go legal and Anything from the state of Oregon isn't necessarily, you know, so what? We can grow it right here. Um, that'll take away from it. But, you know, I don't, I really, that's their thing, not mine. Yeah. I'm just doing, I'm just trying to concentrate on us and doing things correctly. That's good, man. Yep. Absolutely. And we appreciate it. So uh, keep bringing your stuff out. I and, bet. You know, we, we're really glad that you're on the show. Um, this was fun. Thanks. Yeah. And you're welcome back anytime. So oh, hopefully, I love it. Yeah. Hopefully in the future we can sit down again and, you let me babble for a while. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Uh, is there, do you want to um, share with the listeners? You um, know, do you, if, Instagram or uh, yes, definitely try to follow Jaybird Farms on Instagram. That would be Jaybird great. Farms, okay. we, we follow back, so mm -hmm. uh, 
we're, we're definitely need some followers. We're, uh, I haven't been on Instagram for very long and, uh, we're building slowly. Yeah. Um, go down to talent health club. Okay. That's where the Jaybird farms is right now. Okay. Um, if you want to get Jaybird farms on the shelf somewhere, well, tell the dispensary. Okay. Hit me up on uh, Instagram or, you know, Excellent. that'd be the best way to get a hold of me. But yeah, we would love to keep going, but right now talent health club. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, it's one of our favorites. So I they're mean, good people. Yeah, and we 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 go there all the time. So, all right, uh, Jay, we I appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it, and uh, we will talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you. All right, so that was Jay Bird, Jay Bird Farms. What'd you think of that? Actually, it's a lot of really really neat information. Yeah, it was a ton of information. You know, listening back on it, I didn't realize we had talked about that much stuff. Yeah, you guys sound like you had fun. Um, I liked the the light information, how he was talking about how it changes, puts the puts the ladies to bed, basically. Yeah, that's something that's new. It's been talked about in Colorado, actually, and just I'll talk about that real quick. What it is is the they use these LEDs that are red, far red color, and it's so seven hundred and thirty nanometers is what he said. But I don't I don't know the specifics, but basically it's just a far red light that th- that particular uh, spectrum of light apparently puts the, the, the plants to sleep. Yep. And puts them to sleep quickly. Quickly. So instead of sunset or, you know, when you turn your lights off, it, it takes a while for them to go to bed. I guess that that red is like a lullaby. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. Yep. And the go wattage. Didn't sleep. he say the wattage goes down too? <laughs> What was that? Didn't he say the wattage goes down too? Oh, no. The length of time for the grow can go down because if you can... Here's the deal. If if, if it takes them an hour to go to bed normally and you can put them to bed in 15 minutes, then you just saved that 45 minutes of going to bed and that goes to either sleep time or grow time essentially Mm -hmm. is what's going to happen on the next cycle. So you know, you can shorten your whole grow time down by putting the sleep faster. Nice. Yeah. Which nice. is cool. I mean, it'd be really nice. Like he said on, on that interview to R and D that because I, I'm sure there's something there and, you know, people are actually doing that. There's a few guys that have already tried to do that and have had success. And the problem is, is when it takes 75 to 150 bucks to have your, flower tested at certain stages that can get that can add up to a thousand or more dollars just to find Mm -hmm. out what's going on so yeah you know that's too bad but it's really interesting and i'm I'm really glad he's trying that it would be really interesting to find out his results so Mm -hmm. i think we're going to talk more with jaybird he seemed like he was interested in uh you know sharing more knowledge so i think we'll we'll probably talk to him and you know every month or two more information to you um, but so he had, we'll go real quick over that. He had the BTY that was better than your OG. Um, that's Girl Scout an, cookies. Yep. Girl Scout cookies. Both those were a specific Fino that he only had. Well, the, the BTY was specific to him only the Girl Scout. He sounded like he had a, 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 a clone that was a specific Fino. And then it sounded like he has some Wi-Fi coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I guess the the newest thing I've heard a lot about Wi-Fi. People have been asking about it. So well, we've had Wi-Fi for a while now. It's we just <laughs> haven't been able to smoke it. <laughs> I'm not talking about the laptop. Oh right, right, okay. So um, 
Yeah, uh, I can't wait for that. He said that he would let us know as soon as that comes out. We'll be able to maybe check that out and sample it. Nice. He's already had quite a few people ask for it. So we appreciate that, Jaybird. If you're listening out there, buddy, props to you. And we appreciate you sharing the knowledge. Absolutely. That was a great interview. Thanks for coming to the show. Yeah, and we will be talking to you soon, sir. Um, As far as that, we'll wrap up with what we're doing in the grow. Oregon Rooted is still rocking the four. Um, I don't know what happened in July, but it's taken off. I mean, mm-hmm. these plants are growing big. Things are going good. Um, the blue dream, I don't know what I'm going to have to do. I, I guess I have to take it off steroids. Cause, Probably. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm not. I don't know what to do. This you thing should is, quit having them work out. Yeah, maybe. It's no longer a she, it's a he. Yeah, maybe. Turned bulky. <laughs> here's the deal with that blue dream i cannot feed it enough nutrients it doesn't matter what i throw at it it doesn't burn it doesn't turn down the leaves don't curl they pray to the sun every day they're Mm -hmm. like oh yep wide open and i'm gonna have to take some shares to that by the way thank you jay bird yeah jay i think you're right buddy um gonna have to go cut some of those leaves out yeah both both the blue dream and that gsc are just so bushy you know i topped Here's the deal. When I topped the Blue Dream, I, I normally just top, but uh, out of all the times I've ever done that, I've never tried this Femming. And it's nothing new. Femming is just, you know, it stands for, you know, fuck I missed. Okay. <laughs> and what that means is instead of cutting it, you, you pinch it, and it essentially can potentially cause um, the cells on that area that you pinch to kind of go crazy a little bit and they may or may not offshoot more than just one branch. Uh, they two branches. may. You well, <laughs> the blue dream decided it was going to shoot out about six, six or seven a piece uh, per, <laughs> per top. So there's about uh, 24 of them popping out somewhere. In there. I, I Pretty much or better. And they're all strong, strong, uh, offshoots so yeah it's going to be interesting to see what august brings <laughs> strong in more ways than one i couldn't even water the le- uh the flowers next to it without smelling it it smells delicious it is and they're already smelling you know i don't really see any you know indications that they should but they are they are smelling now the lsd and the master kush both are acting normal they're not too small they're not too big they're, they're normal average. they're average they're doing their thing you know, they, they do take a little newts as far as if I want to be heavy with them. Not too much. Not like the Blue Dream, but definitely not the Girl Scout. The Girl Scout is a little corner girl. She likes to keep her head low. She's humble. Baby likes to be in the corner. She likes to be pampered and don't give me too much food. Don't give me too much sun. I might gain weight. <laughs> I want to look good. <laughs> My <laughs> feminine figure. <laughs> Which I'm learning. She's She's got a lot of leaves coming, but she's definitely uh, just a little girl in the corner. Mm-hmm. And as Jaybird said, she I'm going to have to keep that, like you said, thinned out because, uh, you know, we got PM, especially when the buds start forming. We got the stupid bud worms that we have to deal with. So I don't want to have a bunch of hiding places. And Girl Scout looks like she's going to have a lot of hiding spots yep. if I don't keep her... She's pretty Keep thick. Trim, so, um, other than that, uh, nothing. Just neeming it up once a week, and you know, nothing surprised there. I don't. I don't know. Some people 
don't like I told you before. Some people don't do any IP, IPM per se. Uh, I mean, as far as you know, uh, pesticides or insecticides. But what we learned uh, from this women grow, you know, surprisingly enough, there's a lot of stuff you can use that's accepted and mm -hmm. will not be in your final product. Um, you just got to know the flush time too. You got to know the amount of time before. That's that's the, the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. And it, they have all that information. Yeah, which and we're neat. Yeah, and we're gonna put that on the website. Uh, but basically, uh, yeah, it's there's a lot of stuff you can use, and I'm just, you know, no surprise. Once a week treat, I, I like to do some kind of nutrient and some kind of uh, either neem or my Azimax or whatever. But um, everything's going good because of it. And I know a lot of growers that are that do that, and they just never have problems. What was the other one? Sorry, Spino spinosad. Spinosad. That's good for you know like thr just... thrips and and things that the fly. Jack's dead bug. Jack's dead bug is a good one. Yeah, but you can buy other versions. Uh, uh, I, no, I was wondering if that was the same thing. Jack's dead bug and the spinosad. Mm -hmm. Okay, it is. Okay, and I, that's yeah. What I was lumping them together it seems like the spinosa does good with the flying stuff and and, and others but the um azimax does good with the hardcore stuff like spider mites and stuff the neem is just a good all-around not only pesticide but it's it's the pm you know there's three things in oregon that we have to deal with that we seem to be notorious for and that's spider mites pm and you know russet mites and you mm -hmm. heard uh he was not jaybird oh <laughs> yeah here's my feeling with that i think that's tainted dirt and when you deal with clones if you deal with seeds it's something you don't have to deal with um but when you deal with clones like jada's it's it's tough not to pick those up and and they're a beast well and what if they get brought to you from from other places yeah well and you can deal with that in soil or you can deal with it on the clone so you know for instance i was um listening uh to another podcast that was talking about uh how you have um he was talking about how he saw dirt laying on a pallet and he was just sitting there staring at it for a second probably high and saw that there was these little things crawling on the pallet and it was little russet i guess russet mites when he looked down and it's like so if you're picking up dirt or something from a pallet because you're going to a place that has a lot of dirt and bulk, um, you want to look at, like, is it on the ground? Is mm -hmm. there dirt underneath the pallet? Is there is there plastic that covers? Because, you know, more often than not, I've picked up mold, and you know this, from places, mold, yep. fungus, uh, and then you can pick up russet mites because that shit is, you know, three inches from the ground. So it's it's important that you check that out. But... That's it. Uh, that's all we got for this week. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, and uh, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah. A lot of information, a lot it, of fun facts for everybody, and a lot of talking and fun. It was. so, uh, And we got more coming up. We got a, a ton of stuff. We've been really busy. We've got Stash Brothers. We've got more Kenevere. We've got Hermetic, uh, Genetics. Hermetic Genetics. We've got... Uh, uh, all kinds of new stuff coming up so trying to get a hold of dirty arm farm get a hold of him yeah well we got dirty arm farm we'll too talk to him. so we got all this stuff coming up i don't know the order but hey we all like surprises right <laughs> everybody does okay so i guess that's it i we, we will see you next week see you next week all right oregon love